In the beginning we say, beginning we say don't, don't flush the toilet. Flush the toilet. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C-Ray. You're tuned in at PlatformCollection.com. Right now, if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, uh, what else? iHeartRadio, Spotify, any of those. Go over to CrappyAwesome.com. You can see all the links that we talk about on the show, as well as the music of the artists that are on the show. Make sure you, while you're there, you check out all the other podcasts on the network. Everybody's killing it right now. There's a really dope Sky Zoo interview with 60 East. You got to check that out. Check out the episodes with Murs and Cookbook. Cookbook's been holding it down while Murs is out on tour. But make sure you guys check that out at Felipe's Garage, PlatformCollection.com. Once again, thank you guys for always, always tuning in and always sharing. And keep doing that. Please keep doing that. We got a bunch of new music coming out at PlatformCollection.com. You guys can check that out. But today I'm super excited, man, because... I got the homies on the show. I'm here with Skinny Vinny and the real Milky Wayne. Milky Wayne is here. Mm. You. <laughs> yeah. I was a different one in class. Always fresh, cause mama came home last Her or her only Papa was a player living fast and rolling phony I used to hate that man But peace and understanding kept me from staying mad Clip a roller green and do my dance Pray for energy and help She can't do this shit herself Better conquer as an author Harbor love and detest Any disinterest It might pin for alignment Season like royal mandarin chicken No consignment the beat got me stepping up in a staircase environment Gotta kill the game or little regret for trying it Way make the beat, I'm writing on when I'm lonely You can chase the fame, I'm smoking weed, bumping moly Got the grip on my pen like I made it foldy uh, Hip-Hop Eddie's in the house, by the way, our producer's here um, Yo man, guys, thank you for being on the show Alright, thank you, man, thank man, you for it's been a minute, um, like I said, since I've had somebody on the show that I that I didn't know their story, like, all the way, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I've known, like, so we can be completely transparent. I've known Vinny for at least the last four years. Yeah. Four or five years from the scene. And then yeah. we've gotten to know each other more over the last few years. I met Milky really late last year um, through Hip Hop Wins. Right. When he started coming through there. And then shortly after that, you guys linked up yeah. and dropped the project last year. Right. Um and like toward the, was it December, right? Yeah, December. Right at the end of the year. December 28th, 2018. Yeah. yeah, and if you guys are listening to this again on any of the streaming networks at platformcollection.com, you can go check the entire record out. You're going to be hearing it all through this podcast. But uh, I want to dive in deep with you guys, man, because it's been, like I said, it's been a minute um, since we've really gotten to dig into stories. So you guys chime in as you guys want. Yeah. But um, Milky, I want to start with you. Can you give people a little bit of your background for people who might not know, like, where you came from, where you are born, how you got to, like, where you're at right now? Just uh, a condensed version, and then we'll dive in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it starts a long time ago. Yeah. 
Um, born and raised here in San Diego. Uh, started making music shortly after I was working at Tower Records in the early 90s, if anyone remembers Tower Records. Yeah. Um, I worked at Tower Records my first job out of high school and came across a lot of uh, great music, of course, and a lot, met a lot of great people during those years. And uh, it kind of set me on my path to making music. So, uh, shortly after that, hooked up with uh, Tony DeSchizzo and Pimpin' Comprehension. Right, which were big mainstays in San Diego for, man, early 90s, right? Late 80s, early 90s? Early 90s, yeah. uh, 93, 94. Right. That's when we really kind of got it going. Yeah, and, and Tony was, he was making a lot of noise around that time. Right, He was right. like one of those first early promising heads from San Diego where people were like, oh, that dude's going to do some shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Tony was already making noise before we hooked up. Yeah. And then I kind of just piggybacked off his movement and uh, we got it popping. And he, was that just from a production standpoint? Um, or were you DJing? I was what were DJing, you doing at that time? I was DJing on the side, just little parties and stuff, but uh -huh. um, I wasn't too active on the production tip until we got together. We collaborated on a bunch of stuff, and I ended up producing a bunch of tracks on our first release, which was called the Back Road EP. Yeah. And uh, one side's Schizo, the other side's Pimpin', and there's eight tracks, and I did six of them. And we got a good response from that, and people kind of dug that, and that kind of propelled us, you know, onto... Uh, onto the next level and, and for, for you dude were you already like at that point when you first started making music were you making music in a place where you thought I'm gonna turn this into something like I'm gonna turn this into a career or were you just we're just making music no not at all it was just simply for the love of it I, I enjoy doing it so much and to find like-minded people that were willing to collaborate with me was a was a blessing for sure so that's really how it started. I had no aspirations, you know, for stardom or fame or money or anything like that. Um, we just did it for fun. And, we, you know, we kicked and had a good time. And that was it. What, what, at that time, what, what do you feel like, what kind of person were you? Like, what were you into? What were you doing? I, like, if someone from the outside had to describe you, what kind of person do you think they would describe? Mm, that's tough to say. Um, definitely hip-hop influence, but then... Um, I lived with cats in a band, in several different bands when I was working at Tower. Yeah. Some good friends of mine were all in bands, so I was around that scene. You know, the rock scene early here, in the early 90s here in San Diego was Bananas. Yeah. The independent rock um, scene here in San Diego, and I was in and around all that scene as well, so. Um, Did it, you like it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I'd be, you know, at these shows and around these cats who are in these bands and just you know local rock stars basically did you think that you like when you first started making music did you like your music i to be honest with you yes yeah. i always made stuff that i wanted to hear that i hadn't heard before just experimenting with sounds and and um ideas and stuff so i i mean i like certain things more than others of course but um generally yes i i do like my music when did you um well, well first let me ask you this creative wise was your was your family creative where the were you like the only creative like musically where does that come from musically i would say i started and and for me it began with my mother's record collection yeah um the records that my mom had around the house um were there all day every day and i had access to them and you know a lot of 45s mm. and 
a lot of old soul records and funk records and jazz records and just you know she had rock, uh, rock records too so you so know. you were hooked from like an early age absolutely and without even knowing it because was, mom, mom was, was anybody playing. making art though uh no not not in my immediate family no yeah. no did you did you know when you started making beats or did you look at it because you know people enter it from different perspectives right, right. like some people enter it because like they're really good technically and they like computers and they like all that shit mm. did you enter it going like oh i'm making art ah, Ooh, that's a tough one yeah um i can't say that i did i just knew that from the music that i was hearing at that time i wanted to be a part of it and i if, if that was what it took yeah. for me to be involved was yeah. to make music you know, on the production side, because I was into computers for sure. Yeah. When computers were first coming out. I had their, some of the earliest home computers. So the technical side didn't intimidate you? No, no, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Yeah, man. It's crazy because I think about it a lot. Like, we've talked to a lot of people on this show, and a lot of people start off with, like, their same entrance into hip-hop. Like, hmm. I just kind of wanted a place. Like, they, those people were cool. They right. let me kind of be me. Right. And then all the other shit just happened. Like, right, I was right. able to tap my shit. You kind of just make your own lane. You carve your own path out. Yeah. You know, and that's what I've, you know, attempted to do. And, you know, hopefully I've succeeded to some extent. I mean, okay. So one of the real interesting things about you to me anyways, right? When I first met you and I started to, like, research it. And, and then I, I heard you were working with Vinny. Um, and then, like, Kali put me up on a lot of stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. Word. And uh, shout out to Kali, by big the way. Up, big up. Um, and uh, I thought it was, like, really cool. Because here's the thing. When you know this, man, you know this, especially, like, in our in San Diego, Southern California as a whole, right? There has always been that discussion of, like, traditionalists versus, like, people who are, like, trying to push the limits. People who say this is what hip-hop should sound like. Sure, sure. Other people are like, hip-hop is whatever you want it to be, right? Right, right. And then you, at some point, decide to hook up with Vinny. Right. Who is arguably like one of those dudes who's kind of pushing the limits of like, oh, this is not like, he's trying to do anything but be traditional. Sure. Right? Sure. But you come from a, a background that where you really knew the tradition of like how hip hop started and you knew how the cats in the city were really putting it down. Right. What opened you to like wanting to fuck with Vinny? Um, I think the fact that he wanted to fuck with me. Yeah. In my sound, and he was receptive to my sound. Yeah. And I tell people this. I played my music for a lot of other MCs who weren't as receptive as Vinny was. Yeah. So I like who likes me, yeah. basically. You know, we were able to work together that's, pretty I easily. I mean, that's the dopest that's answer what came, I've heard. That's what it really came down to. It wasn't really any more or any less. I wish more people would do that. I have a lot of friends. Like, we all have a lot of friends sure. where I'm just like, man, if you could just push a little bit outside of, like, where you're at right now yeah. by just relating to other people yeah. who knows what you might get yeah right so, to interject yeah. i think you know wayne his his ways of being traditional yeah is what influenced the record in a whole because yeah 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 you know me i'm a very sporadic person random <laughs> like <laughs> and wayne is very you know official very it very it, i mean <laughs> the thing is though it, it does I don't know if you guys, if this went into the planning, and both of y'all can chime in on this, but did you know like that dynamic was how people were going to? Because people, I don't know, the outside looking in, people really look at it like that. Like, oh, okay, 
this is like a really dope yin and yang balance of a project. And I think I told you, Vinny, yeah. when you first dropped this project, I was like, yo, you needed Wayne. Like yeah. Wayne brought something out of you that was special. It was yeah. like very special. And I think I think it's a lesson to a lot of MCs like of stepping out of that box. You yeah. know what I mean? Of like, I don't care that we're making something that doesn't sound like anything else. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Like the point is like because Wayne, you have production that has like it's reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Like you have sounds and right. samples that you like. Right. But the way you structure it is on some other shit. It's a different math. You right. Know what I mean, that's the well, way I look at it. You know what I mean? Well, thank yeah. you very much. But did, did you, when you when you heard his shit, Vinny, were yeah. you like, like you knew right away or you were like, uh, Funny part know. about that is uh, I didn't meet Wayne until I was with 1019, shout out to 1019. Yeah. Up, outside of uh, Hip Hop Wins. And uh, he was like, yo, somebody wants to meet you. Pretty much, right? Yeah. All right, whatever. Yep. It's Wayne. Okay. He guess he heard some like you heard some of my old right. stuff from my old crew, Gas Face Projects right. right, right, right. But um Yeah, so when he when I met him I didn't hear any beats. You know. You just met him straight up. Just met him straight up and I had a I had just a conversation with him. Yeah. You know, like a normal person. He's like, I got some beats for you. I was like, Okay. Um what, a week later? Two weeks later? Within a week, sure. Yeah. And I, I think we should give people like a little bit of insight to the background of that too, because I think it's important to describe also like where you were at in your life oh, yeah. at that time because I think that's a big part of the story too. Is yeah. that it wasn't that just Wayne came along. Wayne came along at a certain time and things just happened to be perfect. I mean, yeah. by the way, because people don't understand this um, or might not know this, these guys just came off of headlining the second stage at Thought Fest because you guys really, to in my mind, I put together me, me and Tech and and parker edison put together that thing yeah. in my mind y'all were the headliners dev closed because you know dev closes Word, yeah. Word up. that's perfect for dev Straight to close up. right yeah. Love. Yes. but Jesus. y'all were y'all were and by the way dev that's nothing against dev <laughs> Dev should be the biggest thing in the fucking world he should have been on the big stage right 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 no but, doubt but no you, doubt. but having y'all there like i to me it was really that like it was like okay milky and Vinny are the headliners at the second stage and this was, I mean, dog, we're not even talking a year ago. Yeah. Right. Like from when you made the project. To no, just, being I was just talking to Vinny a minute ago months. before you got here that we haven't known each other a year. Yeah. yeah not even. We haven't even known each other a year. Dude, that's but I what, feel like it's like my best friend. It's so crazy. That's why I wanted you guys to have on, have you guys yeah. on, man, because I feel like the dynamics are so interesting. And I also feel like that people, people always have an idea in their head of what things are supposed to look like. Sure. Right. They hear something and they're like, oh, I bet it looks like this or, you know, and I feel like you guys are consistently surprising people on the story behind the project. Like it's deeper. The project's still unraveling. Sure. And it it dropped in December. Correct. You know what I mean? People, people are going to go back. They're hearing it during this, this interview. They're hearing your story now. And now it's a whole new way to listen to the record. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Vinny, let's go with you, man. Like, all right. When did you? Because I I gotta like I think when I met you met you I think Rick Rick Scales shout out to Rick Scales told me he's like really? yeah yeah Vinny raps and I didn't know Vinny rap yeah I didn't know I thought I thought I was meeting one of Rick Scales' homies that he just knew from from around yeah right, right okay right. so l- let's go back to like where you were born and like how you came to like becoming an artist. Um, I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. Then uh. 
we moved here when I was three. Cause yeah. My parents got split. And you moved with mom? Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom. Yeah, she drove all the way across the country with me as a little baby. Were you the only child? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I got half brothers and sisters yeah. and stuff like that. Like all together, I think it's nine of us. But um, yeah, so we came to California. That's where my mom's from. You know what I mean? My mom born, in, I mean, born and raised in Chula Vista. So okay, so she yeah. had moved out there yeah. for a relationship. Yeah. Okay. She met my dad. He's yeah. in the Navy or whatever. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a San Diegan straight like my blood. You know, like, yeah. everybody is from here, like all my family. But I was the only one really born in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I came from humble. You know, humble background. Like you know what I mean. My mom worked as hard as she could. To do what she had to, and you know what I mean. My uncles, you know, into some unlawful shit. So yeah. <laughs> it would uh, it it shaped me to be who I am today. Were you? Um, did you go to school? Like, were yeah. you? Like, did you like going to school? Did you? Yeah, I love I love school. Yeah. Uh, I went to San Diego High School. Shout out Cavers. Cavers. Yeah. Wayne's a caver. I'm not a caver. My, par- uh, my parents are cavers. My mom, yeah, my what? mom's a caver too. Oh hell yeah! I'm a buck. Go That's buck. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You went to Mission Bay, Mission huh? Bay now. All right. Well, yeah, that, yeah. So I went to San Diego High School. Went to like a couple middle schools. Yeah. A couple elementary schools, just because like moving around and shit. My mom was young, so she was always on the move. How like how old? What is the? My mom had me when she was 21. Okay. And she was just like on her own in the 90s, like you know 90s mm. girl, 90s yeah. world type shit. So she was just trying to prove that she was independent. Did you feel? Did you feel the lack of a dad? You think now in retrospect as an adult? Um. Yeah and no because I have uncles. Mm-hmm. Who was like in the shit? The roles. Yeah. yeah, so they would always tell me like, you know, they'd be in the streets all day. You know what I mean? And when I tried to act like I wanted to do that, I got checked. Yeah, yeah physically yeah. by my uncle. Yeah, you know, he's like, "That's not for you." Yeah, pick up them books, get this pen and paper, write some shit down. Yeah. So I actually owe all this rap shit to my uncle Amos. Yeah, yeah, who's actually incarcerated right now. He's facing, I think, like ten years. Mm. Some bullshit. You know what I mean? Somebody just talking too much. So. You know, if it wasn't for him and my grandfather, I probably wouldn't be rapping. Yeah. Because they always were kind of the ones to be like, ah, you don't got to go out there with them niggas. You can go skateboard and yeah. go write raps and, like, go, you know, go be you. So, What do you think they saw in you that didn't, like they didn't? Because, I mean, some families, you know this, right? Like, they'll invite you into what they're doing and be like, let's go do this. And yeah. then um, I've had similar similar mentors growing up the same thing where they're like nah this ain't for you yeah like this is what i'm doing but you don't have to do this yeah. why do you think they told you that well because i think it's because the fact that i didn't have a dad so i tried to mask that feeling with being so super extra right. manly and shit right, right. so they kind of just like chopped that down a little bit and let me know like just be your own man you don't gotta be me yeah you know yeah you know what I'm saying? You could be strong in other areas. You were you, um, you felt, did you feel like you were like a happy kid? For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what fueled a lot of the art in this record was the unhappy times. Yeah. But like, you know, the unhappy times is, for the most part, is what like shapes you to be who you are today. Na- well, tell them what the name of the record is. The Hideous. Right. Yeah. So say like high school now, right? Yeah. High school. What kind of, what kind of dude were you in high school? Skateboarded, skateboarded, hardcore. Off. Okay, like that's all I did was skateboard. Okay, I'm sure a Skate, bunch of like now I like, really skateboarded. Like yeah. I was really out here with my homies. Was that and, your first love? You think? Yeah, skateboarding was my first love. Yeah, yeah, with all the homies in North Park. You know what I mean? 
North Park, San Diego. When did it? Uh, so then, when did it, you? When did hip hop hit you in a way where you were like, "Oh, I might want to do this." Hip hop hit me when um, there's a skate video that came out. It was called uh, what is it? Yeah, right. Yeah. And there was a skateboarder named Keenan Milton on there. He had passed away like previously mm-hmm. in that year, or like a couple years ago before that. And um, they had an instrumental for his video part, which was Royal Flush Worldwide. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So when I heard that instrumental, I was just like, damn, that's just tight. Like hip hop, hip hop's really in the culture. Like yeah. I don't have to act like a punk rocker. I don't have to act like a hip hop. I could just be me. Yeah. So that's what kind of drew me to skateboarding. So when I heard that, I looked up the instrumental, found the song. By then, I was already into hip-hop because my uncles, you know, they all rapped and, like, did graffiti yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, it was cool. Hood shit. Yeah, hood shit pretty yeah. much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I live right there in East Dago, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Off 36th Street, so. So, all of that was already around me. But I didn't embrace it until high school when I needed an outlet. Yeah. So, I was like, damn, like, I'm feeling all these feels just from growing up and dealing with shit and whatever. Growing pains, and I have no outlet besides skateboarding, which is cool. Yeah. But I also like, you know, I like words. I like to talk. I like to speak and shit. So I think that's where that came from. And then what, what do you remember your first rap? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, my mom, I had a bad memory as a kid for some reason. I don't know why. And uh, I couldn't remember my birthday. Yeah. So there's a Beastie Boys song where he goes, October 31st, that is my date of birth. Got to the party, you know what I did, the Smurf. Yeah. My birthday's New Year's Eve. Yeah. So she switched October with December and got me to remember my birthday that way. So technically, I think that was my first No shit? Yeah. Shout out to my mama. (laughs) You just switched it. She just switched October to December. She's like, that's how I'm going to get them to remember it because I love that song as a kid. Yeah. No, every word to this day. So, yeah. Wow. Mom Dukes. Mom Dukes and my uncle. Straight oh. reasons why I ever wanted to pick up a microphone. All right, for so for both of y'all, you y'all remember the first time you were in front of what you considered like your first show. You want to go first? Go ahead. All right, my first show, DJ L. Shout out to DJ L. No second DJs. He invited me to an open mic. I think I was opening. It was like a biggie party. Uh-huh. It was like a rest in peace biggie party. You know, it was his anniversary or whatever, his birthday. And uh, I went on stage as an open mic, signed me up. I had my USB on my neck, like some fucking yuppie. <laughs> <laughs> I get into, which I think it's now the Marrow? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was called like the Ruby Room back in the day the or Hillcrest? something. Yeah. yeah. That's the Marrow. Yeah, that was my first show. And I froze. I spit my verse. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, damn. Hey, run that back. And then he ran it back, and then I did the whole song. Uh, and then there, then there was, I had time to do another one, so then I did that. And then, so, yeah, my first time performing, it was a, it was an eye-awakening. <laughs> eye-opening, eye-awakening. <laughs> what, what did you think after? I mean, At were first you like, I, Yo, I love this? I was like, damn, uh, I fucked up. But then, <laughs> but then, like, um, what's that dude's name, man? He has dreadlocks. He be beatboxing and shit. Beatboxing. Or he, he used to do music with Homeboy that beatboxed. <sighs> Out here? He no. touched poetry. I don't know, man. Forgive me for about. slipping. Yeah. But yeah, he was the host. And he was like, you know, he said, <laughs> what did he say? He said, that's a prime example of preparing before you come to the oh, show. That's no. what he said. Oh, he called you out. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I forgot his name. That's Shut probably it. why I forgot his name. That's probably why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you blocked him out. Blocked him out, yeah. <laughs> in, his, in your story, he never existed. For real. <laughs> what about you, Ann? So you're talking about the first show that we First time where you were like, performed? oh, this is a show. Like, I'm doing a show. Okay. Like, it would have to be, we did a, uh, it was Tony the Schizo, myself, uh-huh. Pimpin' Comprehension, collectively. We all opened for the Licks. Oh, shit. At some hotel, like the Hilton or something uh, in Mission Valley. Yeah. I forgot where it was. We are, um, so somehow got on that bill, and that was the first time where I felt like it was really real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like East Swift right there. Did you like, like it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was tons of people, and as big as you could get into a ballroom yeah. in a hotel. Um but yeah, that was probably. These are two crazy separate journeys. This is why. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I love having you guys on because I want people to understand. <laughs> like this, the odds that this shit happened is crazy. Yeah. The right. odds that y'all, like, y'all connected, y'all put out a record. It got. It's getting critical acclaim. You guys get on a fucking festival and that's on and popping. Wow. And y'all's backgrounds are like nothing similar. Nah. Like you probably should not have even met at some point. You know what I mean? Like I mean, just he older than me too. Yeah. And uh, I'm yeah. younger. Just a little bit. He you know what I mean? It's just like the whole yin and yang thing. Yeah. You write about that. Everything is like We have more like, of a uncle nephew type of relationship. I feel that. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah. We have some familiar respect. But but for sure. okay, but check this out though, right? Yeah. This is this is what we do on this show, right? We love going into this show. All right. You had uncles growing up yeah obviously you're going to be more attracted to you do want like a mechanism to follow Mm. but your natural thinking is to just do everything and be out there because you feed off of that Mm -hmm. kind of energy where he's like okay we got to put this together i've been here you know what I mean? Let's walk. We don't have to run you right know, now. He's like, the one to say that to yeah. me. He'll be like, bro, just chill. No, <laughs> don't do that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes I get myself into shit, bro. Like, not sometimes. even like bad shit, but just like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I get too drunk before recording. No, no, no. We're going to talk about that for yeah. sure. Okay, wait. So, Project, going through high school, high school, and how's high school for you? Is it all right? Or like? I was chill, bro. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I like hanging out with girls and skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just normal kid shit. So then you graduate, boom. Did not graduate. You did not graduate. Did not gra- I'm actually working on getting my GED. Okay, so you high school experience boom. ended. Yeah. And then what was life for you at that point? Well, could see, all right, so I had some weed in my closet, right? Yeah. And my mom's dog at the time, his name was Sherbert. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> This little motherfucker. Not from this, right? No, he didn't okay. die from the weed. No. <laughs> I was like, where are we going? No, no, no. So no, I, had, I killed yeah, him. Yeah, I had uh, little, he stole my weed. <laughs> little, had little, had little, you know, little halfer, some Reggie. Because you yeah. know what I mean? I was in high school. So he goes in the, in the fucking room and pulls the fucking weed yeah. out of my closet. And my mom's like, what are you playing with? And she was like, oh. So she found my weed and then like mm. kicked me out that day pretty much. So I went to live with my homie Ian. Shout out to Ian. Shadow Cat is what he goes by. Is, that a, is that a weird thing now to look back that you got kicked out of your house for weed? Yeah. Now. Because now my mom smokes weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom smokes weed too. She yeah. started like two years ago. Yeah. And that used to be a big issue. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And now they're like, oh, the all that shit. Yeah. All, of a sudden. <laughs> all this bullshit. All of a sudden. Yeah. Can we see?
different views And can we speak different speech I really need it from you You really want it from me I really need it from you You really want it from me Can I love you for you? Can you love me for me? Can we see different views And can we speak different speech I really need it from you You really want it from me I really need it from you You really want it from me Yeah, act drastically Act a strategy Conquer fear and detest from the dastardly Hate ways, wait, you're so afraid State of the union got us scared to be friends Then dump you down with colloquial trends Stay broken from this Feed your anxiety with terror and what if Gain composure from a split So my mind can find the why and the reason for this Them motherfuckers telling lies On the screen televised Niggas living, niggas die a trigger to sensitive thing like what took the life and the fear that it brings a badge and a gun or a bigot with an automatic no way to run this situation tragic try to love you for you but you don't love me for me every idol i had to hit the pipe once or had they not so distracted with the white stuff our and uncle sent to wait for distribution younger cousins got confusion from profit to drug abuse so my expression better pay up rich broke a bankrupt stay down or stay up Whole life in the past, trading stories about the last. But now you stuck sitting out on your ass. Used to be the man, but got stuck twisting glass. Wishes walking far, got stuck in the tar. I know niggas need their bread, no matter who you are. And that's the problem, see. If you get the money, you suffer with poverty creeps. Trying to love you for you, you don't love me. So you got kicked out, you're out there, and this is like your real first time like by yourself, so, right? Yeah, fortunately though, uh, my friend uh, Ian, his family took me in, because me and him became really good friends because we were both kind of like weird, Mm -hmm. not weird, but like, we were weird at school, like we just skateboarded, you know, you got to think about it, like, when I was growing up being a black skateboarder, yeah, yeah, it was kind of not, it wasn't that common, yeah, and you would kind of get like, you would catch heat for it, but like, you know, the more and more you stopped acting like, quote unquote, bitch, you know, and just did your shit and just yeah. skated and shit, more people respected you. So. And you found more people like you. Yeah, yeah you just yeah. do your shit, just skateboard, you know what I mean? So I, I linked up with Ian because he low-key knew how to rap and never knew it. Yeah. So we were rapping in high school. Shout out to my dude, Chris Young, because uh, he yeah, actually- He's been on the show. Her, hey. He actually gave me my first, like, copy of Fruity Loops. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a demo version. Right, I had to right. go get a key code from my homie Eric Henson, shout yeah. out. And then I had to go crack that shit, and then allegedly. I had Fruity Loops. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. And so so you, you did that, and then now you're, what, are you making music at this point? I was like, making beats at first. Music, yeah. I didn't even try to rap in high school at first. I yeah. did a little bit, but it was just like I didn't have bar structure or nothing. And so many people that were already at my school were like way better. In my eyes, they were yeah. better, but... You know, um, so yeah, I started making beats, and then I think it was when I was twenty, twenty, no, yeah. nineteen. I got uh, I got down for this little, little, not little. Um, got down for this crew called Gasface Project. Yeah, shout out to my crew. Um, rest in peace, Tino One. He, um, him, and my boy Peter Gruesome kind of molded me into the artist I am today. From there. Yeah. So when I met them, they kind of knew you could rap. They knew I made beats. Yeah. So then when I, yeah, I got known for the beats. They're like, okay, well, like you know, maybe I can make beats for Tino or whatever. Tino goes to jail. Um, He does a little bid. While he's inside, 
Peter Grusin comes up with an idea to do a mixtape. And we called ourselves No Name Fame. Mm. It's the first recorded music I ever did. And, uh, and that's like being like, who are you guys like? Who's it for? Who are you giving it to? Exactly. Just the homies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the homies. Yeah. Like we were just like a DIY crew, just yeah. like slapping stickers and shit. Yeah. You know, um, allegedly. And yeah. uh, now let me ask you this: Was that because you were just caught up in like, you know, like young people making art, or did you just not even know how to, like, what do you do with it? I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. I was just making beats. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with it. So when I met up with John, I mean, Peter Grusom, <laughs> we're going to use aliases. Yeah. Uh, he was like, you know how to rap? And I was like, yeah, you know, I freestyle and shit. So he had me sit down and like actually try to write a verse. I wrote a verse, ended up writing like, it was like seven songs in that shit, nine songs, mm. like nine verses or something, like in the course yeah. of that week. I was a... I was a bad little 19-year-old, man. I did a lot of stuff that potentially harmed my body. So <laughs> he kind of kept me alive during yeah. those times. You know what I'm saying? And uh, What 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 introduced you to that? What introduced me to that? Um, yeah, like why? Like why were you – why did you feel like you fell into that? I was on drugs. Uh, be, I don't know. You know what? That's a good question because I, I never – when I was growing up, I never thought drugs were cool. Mm -hmm. I thought weed was cool. Yeah. I was like, man, stoners are dope. Yeah. I mean, Chi Chong was my favorite. So, <laughs> But I think as I got older, I was looking to feel certain ways. Like, you know, people will hype you up on shit. You be at a party. Somebody will pull some rice out. And you're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Rice is cocaine for you guys. And, and from, the, from the jump, were you like, I don't have any reservations? Yeah. You're just like fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. So, so, so what is that? What is that? The fucking mentality. I yeah. Where the came, fuck is that from? I don't have no idea, man. I think as I got older, I started getting more rebellious because I felt like my mom's was just like not fucking with me. Ah. So I was just like, man, fuck it. You know, that ended up becoming like a damn seven year a problem for me. Right, 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 right. So, right, which I, led in in part to, to some this of the stuff project. that came out of this project. Yeah. Right. So how like. For people without getting into into it, but I mean, how bad was it? It was to the point where you know, I was just staying in like uh, CD motels just to be able to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah and crashing on couches and yeah. purposely not going to go look for a house or look for yeah. a p apartment. Not or always knowing that. everyone around you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. thankful for. I'm not thankful. I'm thankful that my friends didn't let me be homeless. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm sorry for using their. Um, kindness as like a way a for me to fuel my addiction. Right, right, right. So it got to a point where, you know, I was doing that show all the time. I was acting like an asshole. And it was like two years ago, about a year and a half ago, you know, I kicked that shit. Yeah. You know, Based on what? Based on everyday usage. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like every day. You, you knew there was a problem. Yeah, when I was just like, I need a bag today. Yeah. I need a bag today. And I was just like, oh shit, like this is getting heavy. Cause you like, was it because you just never pictured yourself like that? Nah. I didn't. Yeah. And, and you don't, I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but did you know other people around you who had like the addictive personality that, because I mean, to kick it is, you know what I mean? Like, I, I have friends who've done both, mm -hmm. right? Who've been like, eh, you know what? I'm done. And they're cool. Mm -hmm. And then I've had other friends who were like, man, they're still trying. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what what was it about you that you think you didn't have, like, it didn't have its hooks in on you? 
Because um, it seems like to me, Vinny, like you're always looking from for addiction. Shit. There you go. Okay. She suffered from addiction. So seeing that was like, damn. And then as I got older, I was like, when I got like 27, when I turned 27, I was like, damn, when my mom was 27, she was going through the same shit. Mm. But and you saw kid, it. And you were seeing it firsthand. Saw it firsthand. That's right. what that's what made me. Just, Did you understand it? Like yeah. when it was happening, did you know what was happening? In, in a in a way, yeah, yeah. In a way, I did, because I, it got to the point where like you know you get your check from work, right? Yeah. And instead of being like I'm gonna go get some groceries, yeah. You're like, how much cocaine can I buy with this? <laughs> right, 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 right. And survive until my next check. So it was just getting to that point, and it wasn't even like I was doing it out of fun. Like it's I, I don't knock anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking whatever they but want. But for you, for it was not fun. For anymore. me, it got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. Was, you were just trying to maintain. Just trying to maintain, yeah. And so, Wayne, did you know about how, how much of that did you know about when you were like, yo, I heard this cat Vinny. I want to throw him some beats. Little to none. Yeah, little to none. No, I didn't know that side at yeah. all. How did you, did you, when did you find out about that side? Oh, he told me. Yeah, just straight out. Oh, absolutely. He was very upfront about it. What did you think? Um, I felt like I was happy that he wasn't doing it anymore. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, that there's things in people's past that... Did it know, worry you at all? Uh, I'll be honest. At I, the I, beginning, at least? Absolutely. Yeah. I've, you know, I I was concerned at first. Yeah. You know, you, you move with trepidation at first, but... Because um, of the amount of work you were thinking of putting into this? Well, no, no. No. That wasn't, that wasn't a consideration. Yeah. Um... I was more concerned about him as a person yeah. and him succeeding as a man, you know what yeah. I'm saying? As opposed to any of this music shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at the end of the day, I care more about him than I do about any of this shit. So let's talk about that. When when did you, know, you know that you cared about him? Like more than just you would care normal respect for another human when being. When we... We hung out real tough one time, uh, real early in our relationship. <laughs> I came over to his place, and there's a whole little side story behind yeah. that. But we had a really good time. We got a lot. We got work done, you know, that that day that we hung out. I remember that day. And um, you got he kind of got to see him. We, we yeah, exactly. Yeah. We exactly. I, I we we've been solid, you know, pretty much since then. Yeah. Real quick, shout out to my roommate Sean. <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> shot, shot. Oh shit! You guys want some whiskey? I'm no, I'm good. Thank you. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm so. Did you guys think that, um, like Vinny, when you when you hooked up with Wayne, did you? Because I gotta think, right? Like, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember you. Because, dude, I remember around the time you were talking about, and I'd see you like just pop up occasionally. Like you'd pop up, and then you'd be out. You know what I mean? Or you, or I might catch you at some spot, but yeah. then you'd be out. But and I remember asking people, "Yo, is Vinny making music?" And they're just like, "Nah, Vinny's." He's See what out happened there. was, yeah. yeah, what happened what was, happened. <laughs> I like that people actually realized that I was out there. Yeah. I really do dig that because. When I see people now, mm -hmm. the love feels so fucking genuine. Yeah. It's I mean, I crazy, can say like, for a person who barely knew you, yeah. it seemed like there was a lot of people that gave a fuck. They you know do. I mean? And people, lot. and it's yeah. crazy. Like, when I was on drugs, I feel like nobody cared oh, at all. So weird, and then right? when I got off of them, I was like, damn, every, everyone all the homies care about me, dog. Yeah. Like, it was, and everyone it, was paying attention. And it's yeah. awesome. So it's like, so what happened was I was doing music with my boy, Jay True. Uh-huh. 
at uh, 619 Studios. Shout yeah. out to Jay True uh, from Dago Produce. Um, he was actually molding me after the Gas Face Project stuff. He was molding me to be like a better artist. Yeah. Know? So we're doing stuff, whatever. Um, some unfortunate things happen. Not too unfortunate. Like, you know, he just had to move studio locations. Yeah. It was just too far for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I live in North Park. It was in La Mesa. You so. lost your place of operation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, and then he had a baby and, mm. you know, that's a blessing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's just, it was no, never no like real differences or nothing like that. Just yeah, events happen. You know what I mean? So after that, I took a break because I was trying to get off drugs. Yeah. Two years of just like dealing with this shit and yeah, bro. So like after that. When I was like, the day I was like, man, I haven't done this shit in like six months. I was like, okay, I haven't done this shit in eight months. Remember that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm ready to do music. Dope. And that's what it was. And so was Wayne the first person that you came across? That Was that like, I'm ready to do music and yeah. then Wayne happened? Yeah, because Rick Scales uh, is my, one of my best friends. Yeah, my yeah, brother, yeah. bro. Like yeah. straight up, Melanotti crew. Like, I love that nigga. Um, he was the one that told me to start doing music again. Because I was about to just quit. Just he was a big advocate for you. Yeah, yeah I was about to quit. Like, he literally... Every time I got into his fucking car, by the yeah. way. I told Rick... <laughs> Yo, you gotta listen to me. I told Rick... No, you I'll... just played me this one. Yeah, but this is a new mix. You gotta listen to this one. I told Rick I was looking for Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Before oh, wow. meeting Vinny, yeah. Like, real shit, Rick, it, Rick, Rick... Me and Rick is like little brother. I'm little brother. He's big brother. Yeah. So... It may seem like we, like, talking shit to each other, but it's all love. Like, yeah, I yeah, love that dude, sure. man. Like, if... He was the one that was like, I, I, I called him. I was staying at my mom's house. I was sleeping on her couch and shit. And he was like, I was like, hey, man, Milky Way want to fuck with me. He was like, yeah, yeah, he an OG, bro. Like, you know what I mean? He very like, he, he, did his, he did his dirt. You know what I mean? He did his thing. So when he was like, fuck with him, what's the worst that could happen? Mm. The hideous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying that because that's the worst case scenario, yeah. the hideous. The best case scenario, three, four more of those. So... Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's a, it's a pretty big, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's a big cash out, like for real. And the, the whole like theme of the album wasn't necessarily anything ugly. It was just how I felt. Mm -hmm. I felt yeah. hideous. I look at myself and be like, damn, nigga, you let yourself go. <laughs> I think I think I I talked to people about this. Like I felt like the project was like an exorcism. Yeah, like it was almost like I'm getting the rid of the, all this cathartic. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah very For much. Sure. No, straight up. Yeah, you got you hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, that was that was that was the angle I was going. I was like, you know what? I want to talk about shit, but I also want to influence people to want to talk about yeah. shit or to be like, yo, I could talk about that. He said it. Yeah, why can't I talk about it now? Like, I want more people to speak more about their lives and their art because that's what painters do. When a painter paints, they're painting their life. Yeah, every stroke is something they learned. And if you've studied that, you can also learn that too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that was my whole get down. Did and you did you feel did you feel what the project was gonna be at the beginning? No. It built on itself and it yeah. evolved. Yeah. Um, very rapidly though. Like what um, what is what's rapidly? Like how long? Within a few weeks, I think we Holy had shit. a couple joints at least we had yeah. a handful we ended up with what seven or eight joints yeah but we ended up with at least half of the album within the first few weeks yeah wow. three to four weeks i yeah. would say so it was just pouring out it was it was uh yeah both of you yeah right yeah yeah i think i think uh the place i worked at the time because we had morning shifts at the time and i just worked in the mornings yeah so that was 
Wow. That was a lot of time. Like we'd get, we'd meet up at what, like two, two thirty, mm-hmm. right? Every day, and we came up with the hideous in what, like the month and a half, two months, within six or, weeks. Yeah, I would wow. say front to back. Yeah, I mean, y'all, especially for the listeners, they know because they've heard me talk about it a bunch of times. This is why I love doing this so much because that shit. Finding out that story and you mm-hmm. put it together, this is just like a miracle. Like, oh, what are the odds that that? <laughs> what were the odds? Like, literally, the odds just could have been slam one little thing different, different, yeah. right? And it would have never happened. Never happened. Would have right. never happened. So, as the project is starting to come come together, you're hearing Vinny kind of pour out his soul, right? And you're con- starting to construct things. Now you kind of have like a direction to go with it. Now right? I know. Yeah, it, it's become apparent to me what this record is. Yeah, and where we're going with it. Yeah. So to put a cherry on top, you know, mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting to just wrap up the whole thing and just realize what it was. What, you what know, do you in totality? What do you, what do you produce on, Wayne? I use Logic. You use Logic. Have you always? No. Were you like Logic. out gear, out, outboard gear first? Yes, I started with uh, little little samplers. Um, I had an SP twelve hundred mm-hmm. on the first project that I ever did. Um, ooh. Ended up with ASR-10 and Sonic ASR-10. Yeah. Did a lot of the, the Tony Schizo joints of the 90s. That was a big one. And the homesick stuff. You want to hear ASR-10. a crazy story? I do. That's going to make you trip out? Yep. So I think around that time, when did I meet Tony? I met Tony. Good. I think I was just like, I was in, still in high school. And I... I was at that part where I was like, you know, we didn't know what to fucking do either. We yeah. were like, uh, I, I guess we got to like rent a studio or something, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Homie had a studio in Eastside going there. He's like, yo, my homeboy Tony's going to come over. Okay. And me and my, my homie at the time uh, who had a rap group, we had just laid our verses in. Mm-hmm. And he came in and I remember Tony because he, he was fucking so f- He had his laughing from the jump, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, let me hear what y'all did. And he's like, oh, hey, man, I thought y'all were going to do some Tolo shit right <laughs> off the <laughs> He's like... He's like, I fuck with y'all, right? And I was like, and and I think I ended up giving him a beat at the point. He does not remember this. I, I, it was literally that one day. Okay. Yeah. But I, at the time, I knew Tony Schizo was right because right? I was, I was just into it. I was like, yo, who's killing it? Like, oh, I knew all these. I knew the names. What year was this? <sighs> fuck, man, I can't even tell you, bro. Like what? Uh, it was a ballpark. N- late, late nineties. Oh, okay. Late nineties. Okay. And no, no, it had to be early nineties. No, it had to be early nineties. Yeah, right. It had to be. That's right. when we start when we started getting down. Yeah, and 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 guess what was in there? ASR ten. And he, the uh, reason we linked is because I knew how to use it, and he came in and did some shit on it that I was like, uh, "This fool knows magic." Like he, he was <laughs> oh, topping up it. samples and all this shit. Right, right, right. right. Which was I look back on it was super basic what he was doing. Sure. No, no diss Tony, but it was super basic. I just didn't. I'd never seen anybody do shit like right. that, and I was like, "Whoa!" And that dude has always throughout the years. It's a weird thing throughout the years. We'll meet people and somebody will bring up his name and I'll, sure. I'll still remember him. Right. That's why this is weird right now, right? Okay. Hearing your story and how you knew him. Man, this a lot of this weird. shit is crazy. A I'm lot of the shit that's happening you, right now, I know at least in my own hip-hop life and looking out at my friends, there's a lot of shit happening where the energy is definitely moving in a direction where I feel like I've told people, I feel like this is like our graduating class for some reason. Mm. Like all of us together. Because mm-hmm. it, it is a community and it's a community that, that, like this community in San Diego is starting to like meet more people from like the LA community and, right. you know, all these other communities. Right. And then that's all one big class of artists who kind of have very similar stories. Like, 
a lot of them should not have been here. Uh, you know what I mean? Like one right. little thing, but they're producing like some of the greatest music out right now. I, I absolutely. I, I know people might think like I'm being biased on that. I am absolutely not being biased on that. I'm a big critic of music, and San Diego's creating some of the greatest music I've heard in a long mm. time coming out of Southern, Southern California, period. Mm. And now I know that to be true because other cities are noticing. Dude. Really? At the office, Eddie's backstage talking to Sky Zoo. Yeah. Next up, 18 Scales. Sky Zoo goes, oh, man, I've been hearing about these dudes. I'll be right back. Word. And had to go watch that. That's what I'm talking when about. When that right. shit, when that kind of <laughs> shit happens, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. So we really don't have any clue how big this is getting. Right. And somebody told me this, dude, a long time ago. I, I've told this story. I've given him props on this on this show many times. His name's Tone Lopez. I think he, I in fact, I think he uh, manages ASAP Rocky now. But he oh, used shit. to manage Sick Jackin and Psycho Realm mm -hmm. that were at Thoughtfest, right? right? Shout Another, out, to, <laughs> shout out to Sick Jackin and Psycho Realm for a second. That was the first time yeah. I didn't ever see some yeah. shit like that. That's some crazy that shit, was right? awesome. I mean, there were broken comeback. Yeah, like <laughs> there's people what? passed out. Yeah, that yeah. some man. kid broke his ankle in the mosh pit, and dude. Got, they just you, picked him up shit. and carried that, him out. That fan base. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Shout yeah. out to the yeah. whole. Yeah, they're like realm, the. Uh, I've always said they're like the proto because they were like one of the first ones that had like. They had the gear. Mm. They had what you should wear, what you should look like. If you mm. follow us, they had all. They invented okay. all that. That shit, shit was hard, right? Um, <laughs> But Go yeah, ahead, so, so Tone Lopez tells me he was their manager at the time and he was kind of just mentoring us off and on. And he told me straight up, like, you're never going to know, like, how how much attention you're garnering right. until you leave your city. And it's such an important thing that I've uh, and it's one of the mm. things I want to talk to you because you guys are right now in the middle of all of this stuff that's happening. And it's a uh, and and you're starting to see like. And I want to hear this from Wayne because Wayne, you've had a couple shots at this, right? Yes, sir. Like you, you've you've been in this for a minute. What do you feel is different right now for you in approaching this? Because you're, I mean, dude, arguably hmm. you you stepped right back into it and you're <laughs> right back in the mix of things. Did you expect that to be? Did you expect that to happen? No. Okay. I didn't. I came back. I've been back three years now. I used to live in L.A. I lived in L.A. for about sixteen years. And being back three years now has, uh, I mean, I love being back in my hometown, first of all, first and foremost. But I just kind of sat back and observed. I just wanted to see who was who and who was doing what here in the city and who was making noise. Yep. And I looked around and checked some cats out and I started hitting up the spots and I started going to Battle Bot and Kava Lounge joints. And then uh, I saw Hip Hop Wed, so... I just kind of started getting out and trying to network with these cats and see, um, you know. Look, man, I got to say this because when I met you, this is – there's always this thing. And I think you've probably done this long enough now too. And I, I feel like in this conversation, you've kind of alluded to like that's the way you move. Like you're a very like energy-driven dude. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen you like at a place where you're not – like where you're disrupting energy. Okay. Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we all have homies. Like, wait, hold up. I got people in my own crew that their energy's do. big, right? Like oh, yeah. the energy's big, so sometimes right. it disrupts. You're always that dude who's just, how's Wayne? He's chill. How's Wayne? He's cool. Sure. How's Wayne? It, yo, Wayne, can you help? Yep. Hey, Wayne, can you do? Yep. Always, right? right? But I also know, having done this as long as I've done, that those a lot of that stuff 
is stuff that you have to have if you're going to be successful in this business. That's just the truth. After speaking to over 350 different okay. artists on this podcast at all levels, the highest levels to barely beginning, all the successful ones have that. That so far from what I've learned, and we're not doing too bad, I think that is what it takes to make it. Sure. So far, that's all I've heard. The Noah Jameses of the world, right? Like, he's <laughs> like that. He's yeah. that where when I, he was one of the first people that I met where I was like, yo, this dude is wait. So he doesn't want anything from anybody. He don't want yeah. anything from you. He wants to help you. Yeah. But he still thinks he's super dope. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, all those things can exist together. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I didn't, didn't know that, man, because I came from a place where it was like, yo, I'm doper than you. Fuck you. You're uh, whack. Right. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Uh -huh. And I used this is why, bro, I've I've had this conversation a lot, too. This is why I've never understood um, real battles, right? Mm -hmm. um, like battle rap? Yeah, not so much how it is now because we all beef. know. Yeah, like a lot of that is paid. Oh, it's sure. paid advertisement. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, but I'm talking about real. And they like rap. each other anyway. Yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly. Most real. of them set them up. Right. Um, we've had them on the show talking about it. Uh, but I'm talking about like a beef when you're like, fuck that dude. I want to take him out, right? Because uh, my whole thing is like, well, why would you... So then you're just going to be alone at some... If you keep winning, is this going to be you? You'll be alone. Yeah, so and then that's the only yeah. music you're going to listen to is alone you. Alone at the top. Is you. you no, that makes no <laughs> sense. Like, I got into this because I had, like, 50 CDs. Right. 100, like, yeah. tapes. Like, I had them. I wanted them yeah. all. Oh, yeah. And in my mind, this is what I thought as a kid. I was like, oh, they're all friends. They, they all know each other. <laughs> they must oh, all yeah, know yeah. each other. <laughs> oh, right, they're right. all at that level that right, right. is a dream level to me. <laughs> yeah. And so right from the beginning, I never understood. The first time I saw a battle, I was like, oh, that's dope. Or like, oh, wait, they don't really like each other? Right. Wait, so when does that end? Like, how does it end ever? Bro, that's what confused me about battle rap. That's why I never battle rap because yeah. I was like, do y'all not like each other or are y'all cool? <laughs> like, I don't get. Yeah. It's like, like it's a sport, if you tell, like, bro. It's like, a sport. Yeah, yeah. Now it's definitely a sport. You can't like. For, it's a sport. I just, I, I, I like, I like watching it. Me too. But if I was personally in a battle rap, I just, I, don't I would get that. upset. The Cowboys yeah. and the Rams go out, go yeah. out to dinner after yeah. the game. Yeah. The, I always say this. The cats yeah. that played for the Chargers when they lived here, I always tell yeah. people, they don't even live here. Right. They're not even from <laughs> San Diego. Right, right, right. It's not really They got drafted by San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, there was definitely a time when I remember battle raps were different. That's why the new battle rap, um, I have no issue with it. I think it's like a creative, like it's just a problem solving I don't thing. have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Like. I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just know why. Like I'm like Vinny. Like I can't do it Dude. necessarily because I don't ever write anything that I don't mean. Like really, really, exactly. really. Right. Be and the so whole you reason see my, you see what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's okay. Can I just go out there and just say yes. this? If you're gonna rap battle rap about pulling a, a strap out on somebody mm. and shooting a whole crew, you better mean that shit. Otherwise, you're just being fake. Yeah, and I, and that's the part of the battle rap that I can't really get with. You don't it's appreciate like, just you, the, that's not really you in real life, play. bro. It's you just saying that shit. It's wordplay. It's one thing to to watch a movie yeah. with fucking whoever whoever robbing a bank and shooting people. It's a right. movie, right? But we're Where in real we life. all agree that it's fake. Yeah, it's we fake. know. We right. know. But we're in real life. And we're in a circle, and right. you're telling this man you gonna pull out the tray. Bust in so is fight. it wrestling? Like, you know I mean? like, it, Do you think that's it's wrestling? What I was thinking. Battle rap is wrestling. It's the same thing. But the, but here's you know what, and here's what we one all the, agree is fake. I I, I think so, right? Yeah. I feel like that. <laughs> I, I feel so. like people. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, me too. The ones that 
are willing to are incarcerated. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and we all know that, right? It's a very you logical know who they thing. Are. It's yeah. a very logical. We know that that cannot right. be real, right. For a few logical reasons. But when it does happen, like, yeah. yeah, they're in jail. Yeah, prime they're example, in prison. Prime yeah. example of, a, of of a real nigga who ballot raps, daylight. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's weird, but he's really out here banging. You might actually. Right. So that's why when he battles, yeah. He says other shit. He's not deliberately saying like right. I'm gonna pull out the strap of the truck. He's really breaking you down as a human being. Yeah, because he might because he'll feel like he'll have to follow through. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Life and death for the knowledge. And for the years I ain't seen college. Falling from broken pockets and a the squadron. Living in dishonest. Every day we say we about to quit to boost our conscience, but when you about to boost the profits, the Babylon they gotta stop it. My melanated options make me consistent on the target. They put it on our mama when we take a gamble. She be praying to a cross and a candle for the lights I can't handle. Be a bomb over a billionaire, change the world today and tomorrow. No one will really care, and that's just being fit. That'll end now, end now. Bust the water lies in your eyes now. Gotta get to the roof. Blinded by perverted politicians trying to distribute the truth. For my loves, and for my loves, and for my loves, for my love, yeah. And for my love, 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 for my love. And people just gotta start forgetting the origins of what this shit is about. It's hip hop. It's competition, bro. If you're not doing hip hop, then hip hop is not gonna listen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's straight up. So it's like that festival. That was my first time performing at like a festival ever. Yeah. In my life. Likewise. That was. Up. I mean, it was really dope, man. Thank you to to Wayne, Thank by the way, all. who stepped in and like held almost all the artists down. He held that shit. Down. He held them down the entire hey, day. Yeah. Um. This it, it was crazy because. Going into Thought Fest, right? Like, now that you guys are like alumni of Thought Fest and like part of that family, that extended family, like, it's interesting. I was talking to 60, right? And um, 60 was talking about how what Thought Fest has really become, and this is something we're super proud of, because I kind of always hoped on this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I always hoped on, man, I hope it becomes something where like people go, like, oh, that, everyone on that bill, that really is who's next. Not because they asserted themselves there and and they're trying to hook themselves up, but because the people who fucking curate it are paying attention. Right. They're like really, really paying attention. Yeah. Like it's not like I, I like your project because I know y'all. Right. Sure. You, you, that's hey, how it felt. Hey, for when, real shit though, right? Invited to y'all the know that, right? No, I know. That's why yeah. I'm that's how we it felt when we got to invited to the festival. I like y'all anyway. <laughs> no, but that's how we yeah. felt when we got invited to the we festival. We always wondered. We were like, what the fuck? Wow. We always, like, we, <laughs> I was like, I always wonder, do y'all like my music for real? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. do you like it because I did it? Okay, uh, bro. And you check like this music, out. Bro. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> what is it? the music. Thing. Okay. There are, there's drops you do on your production, bro, that get chills. I, I'm getting chills right oh, now, bro. Oh, shit. Like, I get chills <laughs> because it's just there's certain samples that you used where I just for me at least through my journey I don't know if everybody feels like this I'm just willing to bet they are yeah that is my that Word. that part of the business that is part of the business what am I going to invest my energy in yeah and to me I'm like the most authentic things that I can find I want people to see Word. them Word. right but where where people forget and this is something that this is why I wanted to ask you guys about like 
what your perceptions of like where it can go is like are you have you guys started to think about because people look at you guys already right like yo or at least we are right as fans we're hoping wait this can't go away right like this, you're not just gonna do this and then be like that's it okay hey sorry parker um that's it because we're not supposed to talk about this um but where not do you even guys like want that. this to go where do you see it going so the part, the whole, the whole point of the hideous was to make positive type of music. Yeah, I mean, if people listen to it, you can hear what we're talking about: loving yourself, feeling better about mm. the shit you did, fuck a mistake, like move on. Like everybody right. fails. The follow up is the gorgeous EP. Yeah. So that's um, <laughs> what we're working on now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's coming for sure. For sure. First this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. As soon as possible. As soon as possible. How about that? We, we're we're uh, Park, uh, Parker. We're, we, we fuck with Meridian Arts. Yes. So, yeah. Shout uh, out Parker Edison. Shout out to Parker yeah, Edison. Shout out to Parker Edison. I have a contractual Fresh agreement with him that I can't release music for 80 more days. So. That's very nice. Yeah. Because, <laughs> nice. you know, we're contractually ob yeah. obligated. Yeah. Excellent. But it's cool because I love the hideous. And I still want to push it. Yeah. And, and, oh, it's not and, over. Oh, I, oh, hell no! It's not even going to be over when the gorgeous EP comes up. Bro, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like uh, having those two best friend yeah. necklaces. And now you need you to hear put them both again. Yeah, you got to see put them how together. this shit fit. They're like yeah. bookends. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. We're we big go. fans of symmetry. I think it's a movie too, by the way. I've been talking to Parker about that. Oh, yeah. shit. I was like, because we've been talking about short film stuff, right? And I was yeah. Like, that whole thing's a, a film. It is. It's just a film. What yeah. whole thing? The 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 hideous. It's a film. Well, each song has a theme. Yeah. And I've never did that before. Like, I used to just write, just diary out my brain. Which but, is crazy, bro. Cause... Like, the first time I ever tried to think of a concept, Yeah, I was like, fuck, this is hard. So what I did, he would make the beat. Yeah. And whatever vibe, I, was it like whatever vibe I had that day or something right. happened or whatever, or how I was feeling. Right. Then I would write about it. Yeah. So it was like, it was super cool. Like, How are you in the in the studio, Wayne? Like, how do you like to run your sessions? Um, recording or yeah, like it, the well, making like, the beat part? Like, say you're recording, Vinny, you got the beat laid out. I'm actually the one. Vinny who, records who, his own. On your own? Yeah. Well, oh, we're together, but he yeah. he does the actual he does, he does the engineering. Beats and I do the other I part. bring the music, oh, yeah, and then yeah, we plug yeah. it in, and he just runs. And then, like, yeah, then we'll get it mastered. Do you, are you giving input as he's recording? I try. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. What does that mean? It doesn't go well. Sometimes it doesn't go well. Hey, on the real, I don't tell him shit about the words, and he don't tell me shit about the music. Wow. Exactly. And that's how we roll. Wow. Yeah. That's real shit. That's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. The fact that you guys made this project like that. Yeah. It was, you know, um, literally, we made that shit in my living room. If you look at the credits on the project, yeah. my ex-girlfriend's cat uh -huh. was uh, mentioned, Louis Longbottom, because <laughs> he would... He would literally every time we were every song we made. He was every, in the vibe. Every final recording, he would be in a box next to Lewis. us, just chilling. Yeah. So that's how you knew it was going to be dope. Yep. When he, he would come out. There. Yeah. When <laughs> he, he would come there. out. Exactly. Because I would leave the room door if he came out and chilled with us. Yeah. It was on. It was on. I mean, I think it's really about like, um, and this is one of the things that, like, you know, we've talked about. It's been kind of the theme of this conversation, like your guys, like your guys' vibe. Like, or the necessity for a vibe. Word. You know what I mean? Like, there's a necessity for a vibe to be right. You cultivate that vibe. You work on that vibe. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I've always told artists um, that have been, like, especially young artists, right? Because young artists can really get lost 
in their emotions when they're writing to the point where <laughs> me and Parker have coined this. Like people are just reading their diary, right? Like they're just reciting yeah. a diary, right? <clears throat> That's right. you, fool. That's not me. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it, here's the thing, because it's a fine line, right? Yeah. It's a super yes. fine line. You have to make your diary and interesting. The line. Yeah. It has to be Habitual interesting. Line at crosser. Otherwise, all you're doing is you're not giving a service to anybody. You're just dumping on them. Right. Right? You're definitely not doing that. Because I'm listening to your shit and going like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's a service. But a lot of rappers can get stuck into that place where you're like, where, as a listener, you have to right. go, why am I listening? Well, you just why said it, I as a listener. Oh, okay. You have to approach it from the listener's yeah. side exactly. as, as the person producing the music. Like, I'll, would I'll I want to hear this bullshit? Like, yeah. probably not. Like, well, not all this shit in a row. Yeah, if it's <laughs> like, not me. Can if, we break the shit yeah, up a little bit? If this isn't me making yeah. this, do I want to hear it? Yeah, I think... Yeah, she, we had that issue kind of making the project because he was like, are you going to ever talk about something else? I was like, bro, it's called The Hideous. So I think just like the shit I'm talking about, it's I'm not a fake rapper. Like, right, right, you know right. I mean, right. I'm just a regular nigga from San Diego. Yeah. I'm talking what happened. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you ever felt that way, you can listen I to I love the feel. reality aspect of what Vinny does. It's a, It's a raw cut, dude. Like, I think a lot of people appreciate that. Yeah. Because you don't get that from a lot of other cats. I, you don't. Right. You don't. Like I said, like, it's their It's just, raw as shit. They're just reading <laughs> out of their, raw. like, diary. And, like, I'm like, okay, I don't yeah. get it, though. Yeah. Where you put it in my head. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. We want it to be bumping. I mean, the throw up on yeah. the... I mean, come on, right. bro. Like, oh, yeah. there's Man, huge... Bro, yeah. If you ain't dying for this music, nigga, pipe down. The way I'm feeling right now. Welcome to the sound of my mama throwing up on her nightgown. Frustration got me quite down to murder everyone in the rappers like right now. Well, I wrote that song. I was a, uh, I was like, take care of my mom. She had like beat cancer. Shout yeah. out to my mom again. She fucked cancer up. Um, I wrote that the first day she had chemo. Oh shit! So she was, wow. she wasn't too sick. She was like, oh yeah, it was my first day of chemo, and I'm like, all right, mom, you know, I'm chilling with her and shit. She's like, I'm gonna take a nap. So I was writing shit, and I heard her throwing up. I was like, damn. This is fucked up. So what I was writing, I just scratched that shit. I was like, fuck. Helped her out and shit. Sitting there just fucking hot about the situation. Like, damn, like, this is what this shit does to you. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? She about to lose her hair and all this shit, you know? Um, Jordan was like, yo, I got this beat from Root. Right after this shit happened. Big up DJ Root. Bet. DJ yeah, Root. DJ Root. And um, I was like, oh, shit, I heard it. You know, shit coming. I'm like, damn. So that was the first thing I had in my head, bro. You ain't dying for this music, nigga. Pipe down. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, and I said that because it's like I'm helping, I'm trying to help, I was trying to help her, you know, stay on her shit. Yeah. Not saying I did the best job, but I, I did as best as I could, you know, and like, it's just like, bro, like, if, you, if you're really not going to do this music for any other reason, then just be quiet. Don't yeah. say nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear that shit. So I'm just like, yeah, like I'm dealing. Like if you're just talking about fantasy shit, just shut the fuck up because I'm dealing with real shit in the with other you. room. I'm so, with you. You know what I mean? So that that's where that came from. I'm and, with you. And the lifestyle I was living at the time, you know what I mean? Just I was still on drugs. I was dealing with chicks who was just trying to, you know, do this, do that, whatever. So that that whole verse just came from 
realness. Where where is now that you guys are? I know it's I know it's early, right? Like yeah. it's early, but it's not early, right? Because you guys, it's been a journey, yeah. but. This iteration of what you guys are doing, it's early in it. It's early in the process. Like you guys just said, exclusive. There's a, a another project coming out. Where now, as you guys are starting to look at, I'm sure you guys are starting to look at, oh, our opportunities are getting way more. Like we're starting to have way more opportunities. Mm-hmm. We're, we're able to create more opportunities for ourselves too, a little sure. easier, right? Which is always nice. Mm-hmm. That's that's all the ultimate goal. Um where do you guys want to go with this? Like, because I mean, y'all are okay. Y'all played a festival, so you're in the entertainment business now. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it really is. That really is. Oh, uh, it's always gonna be skinny, Vinny, Milky Way, no mm-hmm. matter what other venture. But well, what about like other stuff? Like, do you guys, do you guys have aspiration? Like, I was recently talking to, to Rick, who's like really starting to think about trying to get into some acting, right? And it, and now there's an option for that, right? Like. It, Rick act a fool. Rick yeah, act a Rick. fool. He'd be, yeah, he'd be great as a fool. Big up, Rick <laughs> I, I would want our music. Like, honestly, I love video games, bro. Yeah. I'm a big video game person. And I would just like to be in a video game or like yeah. to have our music in a video game. Just to get into that like, world. Just, yeah, and do a voiceover yeah. or something. Like I can see that. That's really dope. That's really dope. Cool. And it makes yeah. sense, too, because it's like all connected to like so, yeah. all the people that are into your shit. Would vibe with that? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Most people that listen to my music like video games. I Word. noticed that shit. Yeah. What? Okay, so this. Yeah. Just a little quick story. One time we did. Where did we do this show? Uh, AC Lounge. Okay. Okay. When we did like the the pre release thing for the hideous, right? Remember that? Do you remember the dude that came up to us? No. Random white dude. Like, did not even think he listened to hip hop. And I'm not saying that random white people sure. don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> We're definitely not saying that. Yeah, I'm just like all of you random white people. We know you listen. Yeah, to Yeah, just <laughs> stop hiding, or you might possibly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he out of all the people I shook up with, he was the one that walked up to me. Guys looked around, walked up to me, and was yeah. like, "Hey man, what you guys got going on? You know, I really like it." <laughs> When he said that, those are the dopest ones, I right? I was like, yo, this shit is dope. Like, sound like a serial killer to me. Kind of. Yeah. I hope he don't kill nobody. Because he had literally shit. no reason to say that at all. <laughs> right. He had no reason to walk up to us and say anything, bro. I'm drinking a drink. Yeah, I'm talking I like your style, bro. He yeah. just walked up, nudged me, and was like, I really like what's going on with you guys. Like, this is fucking awesome. I think you guys might be on the verge of a cult. I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. You guys might be starting inadvertently so. making a cult. Damn. That'd be a I great Netflix. I ain't mad at that. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that Netflix money. Yeah, out. right. Netflix money. Yo, Local guys. rappers turn cult. Thank you so much for being on the show, thank man. Thank you, man. This Thanks is super for dope. I know it's us. not going to be the last time. Um, please come back when that project comes out. That'd be really dope. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, maybe we'll have Parker come in and fucking yell at them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Parker. Sorry, Shit Parker. Happens, dog. We you had know to, how it goes. You a crappy awesome fan. Next time. You'll get over it. Guys, Thanks for thank having you so us, much. Man. Oh, tell people how to get in touch with you. How should they? What should they be doing to link up with y'all? I'm on Instagram at yep. Real Milky Wayne, and uh, yeah, you don't got a Twitter? No, you got a Twitter? I, I, I don't even know Twitter? how to work Twitter. Uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> don't play with it. Okay, I'm on uh, Instagram Skinny Vinny S K I N N Y V E N Y. Spell it again. S K I or Skinny. The word mm-hmm. and then V E N Y. V E N Y. There you yeah, go. Yeah, hit me up, man. 
And then uh, Bandcamp, right? Uh, oh, yeah, we're on Bandcamp. Bandcamp, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, get the project. YouTube, if you guys, music. You literally can just Google the Hideous EP yeah. and it'll pop yep, up on I YouTube. Just, I did it right before we came over. Yeah. There's a, All the pages come up. Um, but the first page that comes up is platformcollection.com. Go there. Yes. And listen to it from official. there and download yes. and uh, hey, read up I the say, review. Check yes. out the video, Sour Cream video. Ooh. Who this Sour Cream? Yeah. Who uh, our dude Carino put down for us? Shout out! Oh, shout out! Shout out Carino, Carino. Shout out Carino for the video. He might be images. next too, right? Yeah, yeah he's a beast. It. Low key, uh, there might be a video from Animal. Sour cream. There video. might be a video from Animal. Sorry, Clark, Parker. Hey. Sorry, Parker. They're giving it all away, Parker. <laughs> Word on the street is uh, he just did the uh, Mr. T video for Nami. For Nami, woo! Yeah. Sorry, Nami. Sorry. It's all out. There it is. Guys, thank you so much, man. Thank uh, you. Come back again, please. Absolutely. Right? All right, guys. Definitely. You mean now, flush the toilet. motion to the death. Soul searching for the wealth. For the fam I acquired. No interest in myself. Keep my bros updated with success. Written with communication. Live for freedom or die for social placement. Rich or poor places. Never stopping, no replacement. Over glisten because he's dripping with that saturation. Chakras open up to grow past displacement. Anxious thoughts like mental patient. Understanding real but sleep exhausted. Follow up on dreams and nightmares that haunt him. Searching for God when anxiety starving. Or what it means to be carefree. Foot loose and fancy free. Can my mind see? Use that interest me instead of stuck on faulty leaders gallivanting on the streets. Human life depreciated without interest in the means. This is where the hook should go. This is where it might be. This is where the hook should go. This is what you might see. This is where the hook should go. This is where it might be. This is where the hook should go. This is where the hook should go. Platformcollection.com.com.